right, so welcome to the first episode of the podcast, Inside the Dad Brain. My name's Kyle. I know your name, but what is it? My name's Adam. Okay, cool. We've been friends for a really long time now, so let's see. Probably too long. Let's just say too long. Yes, definitely too long. We're we're honestly almost coming up on 20 years now. Yeah. Believe it or not. We're old. Mm. Getting We're there. Getting, yeah. I still don't consider myself a real adult yet. No. What's um, adulting, really? Right. But we've been friends forever. We both have kids now. We went to the same college. And we are in the same line of work. Yes. So what better to do than sit down and talk about it? Yeah. Why not, right? Right. Um. Let's start by talking about the fact that with the wind chill, it is negative seventeen degrees. <laughs> yes, and it was a very cold day at work. Yes, Let I me still tell have. My, I still got my Under Armour yeah, on. Yeah, I didn't. I came so unprepared; it was ridiculous. I wore my Under Armour. I wore a hoodie, and I wore a second hoodie on top of that. I wore a t-shirt and a jacket. That sucks. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> No. Um, so you've got one kid and your wife. Yep. I have four kids and my wife. Which is a little chaotic. Four female <laughs> kids. I have four girls and the wife. Do you have any idea how much hair gets pulled out of the shower drain on I, the daily? I can only imagine. It's bad enough with just the two. By the end of the day... If you do not take it out of the drain, you're taking a bath. Shower in the morning, bath at night. At least you can warm up from this weather. (laughs) (laughs) In the bath. That is true. The best way to do that, leave the cold water off. Yes. Yeah, so driving today was ridiculous. Okay. But on the positive side, today was the first day in the last three days where one of the normal intersections that I go to to go to work, that somebody didn't fuck it up. That's the best way to put it. Okay, well, what happened? There are two lanes. One lane veers to the right, straight forward. The other lane comes up, splits into two at the light. One is a left turn, the other is straight or right turn. Okay. Which, whatever, but if you're making a right turn, you you should should just follow follow the the, loop. Yeah. But for whatever reason, when you map it out, like, on your GPS... It doesn't acknowledge the ramp and just takes you to the light and has you turn right. That's weird. Like, every single time. Why would it do that? I I have no idea. I really don't. So, hey, Google, add that. Yeah, really. <laughs> There's a road. Just throw it in there for me. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, we can record it. We can do well, whatever the, the we need. Is, we can do it. The worst part is the map shows you the road it just but it doesn't, just doesn't tell you to go that way you to go that way it tells you to go to the light and then make a right what does it think that road's for is what i want to know i've got no idea okay well anyway go on anyway, with the story so the very first day coming up road veers to the right okay. guys like kitty corner in front of me doesn't veer drives right through all the painted lines into the median and up to the light i'm like are you fucking kidding me right now like and, and what's he do with the light like he, he went straight 
I have no idea. I gave him plenty of room to come over if he wanted to come over because usually people don't go that way, and he just didn't. He just drove his own path. Well, was it a Chevy? No idea. I was kind of bewildered. I didn't even pay attention. Because don't they have, like, some make-your-own-road or something slogan? I don't... I thought I heard something like that. I don't know. It's something. It could be Subaru or Toyota. It could be. We'll have to look that one up. We will. But, yeah, so then... another thing to Google. Don't get me started on Google yet. (laughs) So then, on, on the second day, going, same thing, two lanes... Guy stays in the left lane. Okay. Cool. Whatever. We get up to the light. There's a car that veered over to go straight. Okay. I'm turning left. The guy in front of me appears to be turning left. He's in a left turn only lane. only lane. Yeah. Right. So he stops a full car length behind the line. I'm like, great. He didn't pull up. We're not What's getting the turn arrow do? now. And I... and. It's quarter till six in the morning. Like, it's not even travel time, realistically. Right. Light turns green. We get the arrow. The car that was next to us goes through the intersection and from the left-hand lane. He turns right. Like, doesn't go straight through. Doesn't turn left. From the left turn lane, he turns right. To be honest, at least he was smart enough to wait for the other person to move. I've seen people that didn't. I mean, I guess. <laughs> That's about the best I can say, but, I mean. I don't know. I don't know Today, either. though, people actually knew how that intersection worked. So, and, and that's pretty bizarre because on my way to work, I saw, like, four or five cars in the ditch. And I was like, how is this happening? I saw a semi-truck Okay, that had two trailers on it. Smack the guardrail. I didn't see it smack the guardrail. Oh, that's okay. I just that, We just saw the guardrail. That would have been so cool to see. We saw the guardrail wadded up and a wrecker hooking to it. The guardrail or the vehicle? The the semi. <laughs> I'm looking at this like, I hope you got an escort or something because it is <clears throat> tow truck, tractor trailer, the trailer he's hauling, and right. the other trailer he's hauling. So it's going to be an oversized load. <laughs> <laughs> no, and as far as smacking stuff goes, I actually did get to see that like three days ago. I was driving down one of the highways at like 70, and out of nowhere, this fucking deer runs out and gets hammered in the middle lane by this Honda. Okay. Honda like veered to the left because there was nothing in the lane next to him to try to avoid him. Right. Smacks him almost dead on and then goes skipping back across the right lane down into the ditch. Wild. How? And why? He well, he hit the deer and lost well, control. The how do you hit lose control hitting a deer? When you don't go straight. But why not just go straight? Uh, not everybody's country born and raised. Well, oh, that's fair. I will say though, apparently I'm a little too country at work because they asked me if I stopped and picked it up and cleaned it. So they know where you come from. Exactly, except for I saw how it got hit. There was no saving that. On that note, and especially when it comes to Nobody driving. Nobody hit that car. What? When it crossed all the lanes back over to go like off the road, nobody hit it. How is that possible? But I don't know. Nobody hit the deer after the car either. 
I would have slammed into both of them. I swerved around the deer. And by yeah. swerved, I mean just moved over a little bit in the lane. So I'm I didn't surprised he didn't just run it over, if I'm honest. I like my car. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. So, anyways, city driving. This is kind of what, uh, you know, you were talking about the car hitting the deer and nobody hits the other car. And you got me to thinking, what is the speed limit? When you're in the city. That depends. The suggested speed limit where you get pulled over or what the sign says. Because the last <laughs> time I followed the sign, I about got mowed the fuck yes, over. Same. <laughs> and that's why I was as surprised as I was that no one hit the deer. They were all probably doing like 70, 80, and a 55. Right. Cause, so out in the country, when you see like a 30 or a 40, it means 35, 45. When you're in the city and it says 40, if you're not doing 50, then you better be in the right-hand lane or you're getting mowed over. But only in certain areas, as I learned when I got my, you know, speeding ticket. Yeah. I'm on one road. I was on one road that was a 40. I got pulled over doing about 50. Yeah. Basically because somebody had called and complained that cars were speeding through. I got picked off that day. Yeah. And the next road over, you do 50 and you're the slow person. Right. You're getting blown. You're getting your doors blown off by cops. Is there like a wide uprising of epilepsy in the city? I don't know why. Because I've realized that the city drivers only use their turn signals if they're cutting you off. And I didn't know if that was out of courtesy for others, or as a "Hey, I'm fucking coming over. Here's my signal for once." Because otherwise, like just to Switch lanes, never do it. You Cut know, somebody off, turn signal. And maybe it's for insurance purposes so they can I've, say they did it. Right. I mean, I've I've noticed that. I've never seen it with a BMW. They just don't use turn signals. They probably don't have them in there. I don't think they do. It's like a add-on option that's too expensive. It's another thing to Google. <laughs> <laughs> what, heated seats? Yeah, it's no, it's probably like some sort of monthly subscription for turn signals when you own a BMW. Yeah, you got to pay extra just, for those. Yeah, no, couldn't do that. Car too expensive. But no, I've noticed that, and the stock looked ugly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bad design. Couldn't put it on the wiper switch. That's too many buttons. Yeah, got to keep those luxury cars just looking pristine. So. Just got to do away with some things, you know? Well, now that they move the shifter up onto the column on half of them with the little stick, you don't have any room for your turn signal stick. Well, right, but that means now on the floor you could put your the turn f- signals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'll go over real well with all the snow and ice. Damn! <laughs> but no, the first time I ever got, I think the first car that ever really fucked me up was a Lincoln. I got in, and it was push button start, yeah. and I got it started, and I'm like, where the fuck's the shifter? And I'm looking on a calm, everything else. It was above the radio on the dash. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I remember that. Uh, it was the Ram for me. You got in it, and I was looking for the shifter because the Rams are notorious for ever for being you know up on the column. And then they changed it to turn dial on the dashboard and i don't know last time i tried to turn down my music i flipped my truck into park (laughs) it was a bad day that could be a very bad day did you know that some of those will auto go into park if you open the door while you're moving uh yes i did um 
Yeah, Hondas will actually do that if you are under five miles an hour. I very very rarely actually put the car in park. I just slow down, open the door. So it all depends. Because, like, I can open the door and back up and yeah. it's fine. But, like, if you're driving it and you open the door, not if you start with it open, if you open it while driving, that's, like, the main issue. And it was hysterical because the one day – I'm watching my shop foreman pull on the alignment rack, but it was winter, and he couldn't get the window to roll down. So he's pulling up on the alignment rack, and he fucking whips the door open. It threw it into park, and he was leaning out as he did it, so he did one of these. Oh, yeah, he bashed his face right off the A-pillar. It was the funniest shit. (laughs) I guess I had never really thought of that, just... Yeah. I mean, who pulls the car in while they're hanging out of it, but I have. Avoid so. the lift, but yeah. you can't get the windows down. I mean. How about scraping the windshield? But, it okay, so there's, <laughs> it's a good point, but you can't see out the windshield at the ground next to you. I will say there's a lot, what I like to do when I pull up on the alignment rack is yeah. I'll roll the window down when I can. And then you just pay attention to that one tire, and you pick like a like a three inch or whatever. You pick the gap, and you just keep the gap the same. You're doing alignment for a reason. The fucking thing probably doesn't drive straight, but if you keep the tires straight, then the other side will be straight too, and then it's a lot yes. easier to do the alignment. But and stay on the rack. Agreed. Which I have seen people not stay on the rack. Have you experienced that yet? Yes. Yeah, it's ugly. Yes. Especially when it's an in ground alignment rack. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> i never seen anyone come off of the in-grounds. I've seen them come off of the up-ground ones. Okay. Above-ground ones. Above-grounds? Yes, the above-ground. <laughs> up-ground. Yeah, that's an uphill battle over here. <laughs> all these ups and downs. So, aside from all the hair in the shower drain, my wife has a container of coffee grounds. That she uses to exfoliate her skin or something. Okay. I tried to explain this to doesn't her. doesn't make any sense. I tried to explain to her. You can't absorb the caffeine through your skin. No. And just drinking the coffee would, would probably. Would be better. Yeah. Would be a lot better. And then I found out that she bought this container. And I said, what the fuck is wrong with you? I said, you drink one to two cups of coffee a day, K-cup style. When you're done, you throw them out. If you have the container already, why wouldn't you rip the top open, dump it in? You're auto refilling. It's coffee grounds. What's it's, what's the it's difference? It's the same shit. Is the is the stuff in the container decaf? Is that the difference? Right. Maybe that's why she can't get the caffeine through her skin. Maybe it's double filtered. Does it work? Is her skin soft? I don't know. It's prickly sometimes. Sometimes lotion makes it smooth. I don't know. She doesn't seem like it's working. Between the body washes and the coffee and the lotions and the in-between shaves, it. I mean, I couldn't tell you what causes what. It, I don't know. I just three and one. I just let it happen. Yeah, exactly. Three Actually, one. it's four and one. It's body wash. It's conditioner. It's shampoo. What's four? <laughs> What's for? Body wash, conditioner, shampoo, shampoo. face wash. 
How's my face? All right. Well, <laughs> I, I washed my say it face on the with shampoo. Does it say? <laughs> Does it say it on the bottle? It doesn't need to. It's soap. <laughs> well, if it says three and one, and you're doing it four and one, four, but it became four and one. Sharpie it. Resale. Oh, by three million one, dollar idea. By three I don't have to. I don't have to turn wrenches anymore. By I'll th- just sell it as face wash. Buy three and one, cross out the three, write a four, resell it to the store, mark it up. Why buy three and one when you can get four and one? It's did, a value. It's did, a value. Did we just accidentally <laughs> come up with a million dollar million, idea? Million dollar idea. Copyrighted. Shark Tank. There we go. Gotta make it happen. How do you get a hold of those guys? I don't know. I'll have my wife look it up. Okay. She looks everything up anyway. So She's the research and development team. She really is. She's a By great that team. I mean... Whenever I come up with something really stupid like this, she tells me it's stupid and then doesn't let me do anything about it. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> I mean... Or she lets me chase my wild dream and she just sits around the back burner going, Why? Why are we doing this? Exactly, pretty much. You did what? Why? How much? On what? Okay. No, those numbers are always wrong. We know that. Yeah, that's true. It's like it's like that old joke, I'm afraid when I die my wife will sell my shit for what I told her I paid for it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do you know why that is? No. So, if you tell her what you actually spent on the things you buy, in her brain, it says, me too. Which, of course, then we don't have enough for that. Right. One of us can have a hobby at one time. Yeah. So if I'm gonna spend two hundred dollars, you can't spend two hundred dollars that week. You gotta wait. We only got so many two hundred dollars to throw around. Right. <laughs> Besides, hey. all mine's on monthly payments and interest, and I don't even want to think about it. I don't either. I don't either. But how much do you owe in tools? That is a good question for somebody else. That is a good <laughs> question for somebody. <laughs> For the tool truck guy. I don't owe... I only owe on one tool truck right now, and I think it's about 1700 Okay. That's not too terrible. I know some guys that owe thousands and thousands. But if you want to get technical, I took out a bank loan to pay off a different tool truck, and that's not paid off yet. And I got, like, another 1700 to pay off on that one. But it's still better than the, like, ten grand that I know on some people, so... That's... Yeah, I don't owe ten grand. I own. I've, I own like fifty to seventy-five grand. It, right, but I don't owe oh. that much. No, <laughs> I'm cheap. I don't use tool trucks, and I buy things when I have the money, which therefore means I'm always missing a lot of tools, and then I improvise. And I make things work that aren't supposed to work, and it takes me a lot longer. I think that's most people's MO, though. Yeah. You're, by the way, in case we probably most definitely have not mentioned it yet, we both work We're, on cars for Yeah, a we both work on cars. <laughs> so that's probably a really good factor to have right now. You basically have the two types of mechanics when it comes to tools. You've got the one, well, maybe there's more than two, but the main two are the ones that will buy anything and everything because it's 
on sale, whether they need it or not, just so they have it. Mm -hmm. And then you have the people that will buy the essentials and borrow everything else. Realistically, I started as the buy everything that was on sale, and now I just borrow what I don't have. I've spent a lot less money on tools over the last four years. It's probably a good thing, honestly. Yeah, it really is. And I've also gotten more into buying used stuff. I bought a used air hammer for 50 bucks off of a buddy. It works fine. I won't... I don't like buying used... Like, sockets, wrenches, ratchets, hard parts, okay. non-moving parts. No air hammers, no impacts, nothing that can't be still warrantied. So, like, when you get... Like, if it if I buy it used off the tool truck where he's like, the dude had it for three months, it's still got nine months of warranty, all right. Whatever. But, you know, Uncle Joey's impact gun that he's had for ten years that... You try to take a wheel off and it'll do it every once in a while. Like, eh. it, That's not good, but it, also, so, I guess another thing is, too, is it depends on the price. Like, that air hammer is 50 bucks. Right, but a brand new one's maybe 200 and has a full year to two years of warranty. And most likely, depending on how old that one is, the new one's going to hit way harder. That's true. And a lot of the new ones now come as a kit, and you get bits with them. Right, and now I have to go buy bits. So you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> you're going to be 75 into it by the time you get all the bits and shit. Yeah, when I could have just bought it as a kit for... And had a little bit yeah. of a warranty. But I guess it's a matter of how much are you going to use your air hammer. Right. I mean... Which then depends on which... How many people are in the shop? And do you have earmuffs? For me, five, and yes. Okay. I do not understand. I have seen it time and time again how people get in the wheel well and just air hammer away with no ear protection or anything. It's wild. I'm like, I'm getting a fucking headache listening to you from over here. I can't even imagine what you're going through right now. Mm -hmm. I can do a quick hit without ear protection, like if it's, you know, right. knocking out a stud real quick or something. Knock out with a stud, it. hit the end of an axle that you're not supposed to hit. Yeah. Stuff I'm like that. shit. Yeah. But, but like, if I'm sitting there town, trying to get a going to town on a wheel bearing, just no, no I, can't I will do say it. I've gotten a lot more careful um, when it comes to stuff like that. Just like the not even safety aspect per se, but like the self care aspect. Yeah. So like the other day, I was doing some AC lines and they were um, corroded right in, couldn't get them broke free or nothing like that. So. It's one of those shitty jobs that I don't mind doing, but when they're stuck, they suck. Mm -hmm. So I took and put on safety glasses and a mask and my sweatshirt and put my hood up so I looked like a hazmat person. And then I pulled out my whiz wheel and ground down the aluminum until I got through some of the corrosion and could break it free. Right. But like little stuff like that where, I mean shit eight ten years ago i would have just looked up there and been like oh that's so fun well being a parent changes your mindset when it comes to self-care a little bit you know people are depending on you yeah yeah a lot of things change as you become a parent and yeah it's weird everything from driving habits to well shit even i remember yeah. watching movies you'd watch movies and like 
It'd be like, oh, there's family of four slaughtered in a yeah. family of four slaughtered in a car crash. Right. And you're like, wow, that sucks. And nowadays it's like, oh wow, like you're getting all like teary eyed and like, oh my god, yeah, right. I can't believe it happened like that. Right. And it's because of the difference between you know the way you saw it. Now you understand the love for a child. Right. So. Yeah. They make you soft. They do. And squishy. <laughs> Boy. Um, and they can make you very angry. <laughs> Depends on what they're doing. A- angry and fr- anger and frustration go hand in hand. Yes, they do. Um, my older two girls recently signed up for basketball. Okay. The level of painful frustration that I went through watching them play. Because as much as the rules have been explained to them and they go to practices and everything else, I swear to God, they're airheads. I watched my one daughter for two games in a row. I had to literally yell to her from the stands two games in a row before she finally started to understand offense and defense. Her team would be on defense. She would come down. She would look her girl right in the eyes and stand there like this and guard her. <laughs> I'm like, that's great. That's... And then the girl behind her that she couldn't see with the ball either <laughs> runs past her. She was guarding the person without <laughs> runs, the ball. Runs past her. Or, my favorite, she goes like this and passes to the girl who she's guarding, who goes like this and catches the ball over her head. And you just sit there like, oh, my God. I know. Minor details. Minor details. But still, she was playing defense. Okay. Her team gets the ball. She goes down on offense. Yeah. Finds her girl that she was guarding before and starts guarding her again. So there I am from the stands. (laughs) You're You're on offense. (laughs) You're on offense. Get away from her. Don't guard her. Tell your friends you're there. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah something. Those are the games where you get done and you want to walk out of the gym before your kid's done. Like, like yeah, I don't I, know. I'm her uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? God. Right? <laughs> Who are you? Why are you getting in my car? I don't know you. Get in What's the back. Right? Put yeah. your head down. Get in the trunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then you've also got some of the proud moments, too, I'm sure, you know. Oh, I've been watching my oldest daughter lately. She's been... She's basically been in one of those positions where she's not short, but everybody else is taller. <laughs> okay. So, Right, so she's, she's short. really, I guess, yeah, yeah. Compared she's short. to the compared <laughs> to the other players that she's playing against, yes. Compared yeah. to her own team, no. But they keep pairing her up with all the big girls, and then they start shoving around. I've been watching this kid throw so many elbows. Oh my god! You thought it would be WWE wrestling or something? All the elbows. She's oh my god! She's practicing MMA fighting. Like, yeah, she's aggressive. My daughter, she. Loves playing soccer. Well, I, I explained it to her this way. I don't mean to cut you off. I oh, explained it to her this way. I, she got 
yelled at or in trouble or she thought she was in trouble because the ref called a foul on her. So. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, don't worry about it. I said, you get five before you get kicked out of the game. Worry about it after you get four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you saying the offense and defense thing, though, reminded me of my daughter playing soccer. She has not yet understood which way to go. And a lot of times we end up running in a circle in the middle of the field, kicking the ball. And yeah, I'm like, it... try to go to the net. <laughs> yeah, it becomes a game of chase the ball. It's like an old school game of kick the can when they're little. Right. Oh, my God. I remember. So my kids, my older, my younger two haven't played any sports yet. Okay. Like on a team. The older two, they played soccer when they were younger. And I can remember my oldest daughter being out on the field running around. My younger daughter got put into the game. Okay. And stood on the field crying because she wanted to be on the bench. And it's the opposite of ninety nine percent of the kids. Yeah. Every Saturday when she had her games, we made her get up and put her stuff on because she was always excited to go on Friday, but never wanted to go on Saturday. So we get her there, and the one day she just wasn't having it. She got subbed, and they had one extra kid on the team, so they had one sub. She started on the bench. They subbed her, and she stood on the field and cried. And the kid that came off the field got a drink, sat on the bench for 30 seconds, and the coach looked at him and he says, do you think you can go back in? He goes, yeah. yeah. So he goes running out, and my kid comes back and sits on the bench, and I walked over to him and I said, listen, I understand <laughs> that it is early, but you are the only person on your team that can go in for someone else to come off. Right. you got to play. Like you're gonna You wanted to. to be here. Right. Yesterday. Now you're going to be here today. And then we get home, and she'd be like, that was so much fun. I'm like, did we watch the same thing? You like, did, sat did on we the watch bench the, the whole same time. thing? Because I'm telling you for free. I don't. That was not if that's fun. your idea of fun, we need to have a sit-down talk. <laughs> like, holy Christ. Right? Oh. But. Thinking of soccer, I remember when you used to play soccer in high school. A, you were an animal. I'll give you that. I think you went to Barcelona, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I uh, I did the Eurosports tour and went to Barcelona for a week and a half and played some of the Spanish teams over there with a group of kids. That's really cool. I also remember you never wore matching socks. Nope. Never. They match today. Yeah, they do match today. My so, wife put my clothes together. That's the only <laughs> way mine match, too. Yesterday, they didn't. I had a gray one and a blue one. Nice. That's the best way to do it. So, my wife happens to just outright hate mismatched socks. Like, they can actually even be the same sock, but if they feel different because one's more worn than the other, she can't stand it. To the point where if I wear mismatched socks, she gets bothered. And I don't know how to handle this because I love wearing mismatched socks. A lot of times, so I bought a pair of my most recent purchase off a tool truck. You're going to be proud of me. I bought a pair of pink snap-on socks so that I could wear one pink snap-on sock, one of my long, nice Star Wars socks, and leave the house just to drive her nuts. 
Do you have any ex- experience with anything like this? What are they, like $30 socks? Do yeah. You, do you know who has, actually, it's totally side, it's not off topic, but it's off topic. Okay. But my wife loves the MAC ones because they're like bamboo socks. Yeah. Wish they would make my box out of just good of material. Bamboo? I mean, probably be better than the crap they used. I don't know. I don't know. What kind of box do you have? It's a Mac Tech Series. Oh. Did you get free socks? No. I got free socks for Christmas, and my wife stole them because they were bamboo socks, and she loved them. I gave her a pair of Snap-on ones. She said they're not the same, and they don't work, and she doesn't like them as much. And I do have a similar issue to yours. Okay. First being that I don't care socks or socks. As long as they're not wool socks. Or wet. They're not wet socks. And they're not from a trampoline park because they have the grippies on them. Hospitals, too. And the hospital grippies are cool. Right. But you can't you can't mismatch them. Why not? So, so like, you can't put on a grippy sock and a slippy sock because then you just walk in circles. But that would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> but, no. So... My wife's issue isn't whether the socks match or not, as long as they're pretty much the same. Right. It's the length. She'll get mad because I'll put on, like, an ankle sock and a crew sock, and they they mismatch. Or, like, the babies will come to me and want socks on, so theirs don't match. Like, there's no way. It's a far cry, slim chance in hell to get them matching socks. If you do, great. I don't. No, they were bundled together. Otherwise, it's just a drawer full of socks and you pull them out. But she'll get upset because, like, Karina will put on one of my socks that will come up to her knee. Okay. And then a short, fuzzy ankle sock. And go to wear them out of the house. And she doesn't care. Right. My wife will see her and she's like, what the hell is on your feet right now as she walks by? And she'll, like, make her go and change and stuff. So... My child will put her socks on perfectly for me, but if it's her mom in the morning when they're rushing around trying to get ready for school and work, she continuously puts the socks on upside down. If I don't have the toe lined up properly, I get yelled at by my kid. By your kid? By my kid. Oh, my God. If, so, like... For instance, if the toe is like this, it's okay. got like the little pop Yeah. Up, she'll yell at me and pick her foot up and go, fix it! Fix <laughs> it! Like, calm down. That is the greatest thing. My other kid, you put socks. My So, the third child gets parroted by the fourth child. So, if the third child comes to you and asks for socks, the fourth kid comes and asks That's, for socks. Right. Okay. So you put socks on the third kid, she runs away. You put socks on the fourth kid, she runs away, sits down, and rips them off because she doesn't like them to begin with. But sister got them, so I want them. I'm so glad I only have one. Yeah. We wanted a boy. So you just kept going. And Four girls later, it didn't seem to have worked out so I'm throwing in the white flag. I gave her all the options. She tells me that it's my fault. I've explained to her. I said, no. I pumped you full of options. And you just you, picked the ones that you wanted. These. You like, picked the one that you wanted just to torture me. Yeah. 
Like, we could have had a boy, but you didn't want one. No. No, I do love all my kids, though. I know. All that aside, I do love them. I love them, too. They're freaking hilarious every time I'm here. Oh, my God. It's always something different. I swear to God. Always. Especially since you added the dog. It has been, it is just always something new and exciting here. They got all their brand new dolls for Christmas. Yeah. All of their dolls, for whatever reason, thank you, wifey, came with accessories. Shoes, clothes, purses, hats. Like, were they wrapped up in a little ball? The accessories or the doll? All of it. I don't know. Okay, continue. All I'm saying is I have never seen a doll change her shoes so many times in my life. I agree. Paint those fuckers on. Paint them on. Don't even put them in there. Paint shoes on their feet and call it a day. Please. And all of their clothes because I am sick of changing the little t-shirts on the dolls. My girls she actually can't stretch had, it enough. My girls actually got some over the summer that were really cool because yeah. they showed up as just like naked Barbie and you put them in water and then their clothes and everything all appeared on them as a different color. Oh my like, God, I like love the temperature that. change or whatever. So the reason I asked you about the little balls, <coughs> that sounds so bad. <laughs> um, so for Christmas, my daughter wanted LOL surprise dolls. Oh my God. They are wrapped. Yeah. Like four or five times. And then each accessory is also wrapped. I thought I was going to go insane. We were sitting there watching her unwrap these things for like half the day. My nitwit older two daughters got like this whole. LOL, hotel, whatever, cardboard, household unit. What do you think those two did? They thought it was basically like packaging, and they ripped all that shit open. They destroyed the whole cardboard house. It literally ended up in the recycling three days after they opened it. Which, to be fair, in their defense, makes sense. Yeah, except for it was like... Rock and roll LOLs or something because yeah. they came with guitars and now my younger two run around with the guitars making it play music. Noisy toys for the, Christmas. The worst thing we ever got. I don't know who gave it to us, but there's a special place in hell for whoever designed it. <laughs> it was a Coco Melon keyboard. There is no off switch. There is no volume switch. It is always on, and it is always full volume. Like, it gets thrown in the toy box, and then just sits there, and then the girls start throwing some of their toys back in their toy boxes or going to bed, and it just starts going off and playing music and doing this and doing that. It's like, somebody shut that fucking thing <laughs> off, please. Why don't you pull the batteries out of it? Well, because now they know it makes noise, and they'll be pissed off. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife had this really good idea. She said, pull it apart and put a cotton ball over the speaker so it'll muffle it. That is a good idea. We just hid it for a few months and then donated it instead to her sister. 
How much does her sister hate you for that? I mean, she hasn't called lately. <laughs> Regifting is a beautiful thing sometimes. You gotta regift the annoying shit so long as it doesn't get gifted back to who gave it to you. That would suck. We tried to make a rule that said if it takes batteries, it's not allowed. Okay. Then, during Christmas, my mother calls me and she goes, Hey, I got your present. I'm waiting for batteries. I said, What do you mean you're waiting for batteries? And she said, Well, we're waiting on batteries. Your present takes 30 batteries. 30? 30 fucking batteries. I'm like, are you shitting me right now? What did your mother get you? Um, a karaoke machine? No. Yeah. It. That sounds awesome and awful all at the same time. Most definitely. Like, that sounds like something great to do as a family, really cool. But then when you give it to the kids for them to go have fun with on their own. At least it's got a volume switch. Oh, that's great. That is great. And it's until the kids figure out how to use that volume switch. Take yeah. the knob off. Yeah. Honestly, the most use that we have gotten out of it so far was my youngest grabbed the mic and goes, I'm the big bad wolf. How? <laughs> She was, I will huff and puff and <sighs> like, oh, oh my, my God. God, send help, please send lots and lots of help. Do you have any problems getting them to eat food? Which kid? All of them. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Mine will only eat so certain foods, uh, chicken nuggets. Um, more chicken nuggets, and they have to be a certain brand of chicken nuggets as well. That's that's a minor, okay? Okay. You think a certain brand of chicken nuggets is bad? If it is not a red Chips Ahoy, like, packaged cookie, my kid won't eat it. I tried giving her the Reese's-filled ones, the M&M's-filled yep. ones, all those... But if it is not a red one with regular mm-hmm. chocolate chips, she won't even try and eat it. Mm-hmm. That's very similar. She tells me it's the wrong one and hands it back. That's what my kid does with their granola bars, but they call uh, she calls them gyno bars. And uh, she loves strawberry-flavored things, usually. Right. So I gave her a strawberry one one day. This isn't right. How do you even know? Like, I took right. it out of the package, right. it's still brought sealed. it to her. It's still sealed. It wasn't even sealed. Like, I took it out no, of... Like, oh, you mean like, like the inside. Like a Nutri-Grain bar. You can't even see the color inside, right? Right. Exactly. And she goes, smell. this isn't right. How do you even know, child? Do you know what you do with it then? What? You put it in your pocket and take it with you. <laughs> Why would you put it in your pocket? For later, unless you're going to eat it now. Listen, contrary to popular belief, you can put unwrapped food in your pocket for later, as long as it's not a liquid. 
I don't know. Well, yeah, liquids would be definitely problematic. <laughs> Let's just make that clear now. They'd be very problematic. It drives my wife crazy because, like, we were out at, like, breakfast. Yeah. It was, it was lunch, but we had breakfast food for lunch. Okay. And it was one of those, I got to get back to work, but I'm not done eating, so I stuffed my toast in my pocket. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I'm not done. We have to leave. She's like, Coach, leave it on your plate. You don't need to take it with you. I said, I paid for it. I'm still hungry. I'm going to take it and eat it. Like, that's what you do. But yeah. why not ask for a box? Why put it in your pocket? Why ask for a box for just toast? So it's not in your pocket? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay. That's... But why ask for a box? Box is cleaner than your pocket. You said you were at work. We've already mentioned we're mechanics. We were going to work. Or I was going You back were to on work. lunch. You were going back to work. You had already worked. So, so if it in was dirty, pants, if it was dirty. Right. There was already oil. No. Gear oil. I don't put stuff in my pocket. <laughs> I don't just dump oil in my pocket. <laughs> like, oh, this is extra. <laughs> like, that's not a thing. I wash my hands once in a while. I wear gloves. Like, it was. Did, it's eco-friendly. Why is it eco-friendly? No. I'm saving a box. But you could reuse the box. I don't need the box. I don't need to reuse the box. Somebody else needs the box. I don't need the box. But if you brought the box home, your wife makes you breakfast sandwiches every morning, right? Yeah, she bought re. She bought. She bought Ziplocs okay. that are reusable, and they have the thermal shit inside, so the stuff stays warm. If you would have got that in a box instead of putting it in your pocket, she wouldn't have spent money. On these, no, because she uh, just throw the box away. Do Do you understand how eco friendly I am? I drink milk straight out of the gallon so that we don't have to waste the water to wash the glass. Is it a plastic? Yes. Jug? Yes. Where's that plastic going? In the recycling. For it to not get recycled because no. we both live in a certain area they pick up my recycling garage. after hey after that i did my own i did my part i put it in the recycling bin i put it by the road listen the only way to get any eco-friendlier is to buy a whole fucking cow and we actually used, wait we actually used to get your um, family does that don't they yeah but they're not dairy cows we used to actually get milk from no, their steak and cheeseburger we used to get milk from an amish farm where we would get it in a glass jar by the gallon. Burn Dairy has those, and then you can just go and get them refilled. Ooh. No? No. That's where they get you. That's where they <laughs> get you. They are half gallon, and they have a deposit on the bottles when you first buy them. Okay. Which, okay, I'm fine with that. But they are three-something per half gallon. So you're talking almost $7 a gallon. It's double the price Not worth it. to be in a plastic. For, I'll I'll keep thinking I'm doing the right thing by recycling my plastic. Uh, uh, me too. Me too. Um, have you been to Walmart recently thinking of being eco-friendly? Um, I've been to the parking lot for a pickup order. Yeah, same. So <laughs> I only do pickup orders now because if you actually go in the store and buy stuff, there are no bag options except for buying the bags. There's yeah. no plastic. There's no paper. You have to buy their reusable bags, which have been proven to be worse because people are throwing them out anyway. 
Do you know what's worse though? The last. You're right. Also, all the hand baskets are tagged, so it sets the alarm off if you try to take them mm-hmm. out of the store. Yep. That's what drove me nuts. But I'll tell you for free. I've been practicing this shit since I was like eight. It's one trip or no trip, and you fucking. It doesn't matter if you drop it all in yes. the parking lot next to your car but, as long as nothing breaks. But when you were eight, we did one trip or no trip. I remember doing it with your mom and Usually pulling in cereal. groceries. Yes. But here's the thing. We also there was usually potato. boxes or bags or something where right. you just carry everything at once. It was either in a box or in a bag. Yes. Now it's not. Yeah, do you remember doing that where, like... You hold your hands out like this, and it's get as much as you can all the way up to your chin. And uh-huh. And then waddle. just kind of waddle into the house. Yep, yeah. I do. So now I've gotten smarter. That's one thing about, ad- I don't want to say adulting, but adulting. When I go to do my pickup orders, I bring a laundry basket with me. My wife just bought a laundry basket. She also has a cooler. Yeah. Do you know what I do? What? I just throw everything in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just opened the door for the back seat because my trunk's so full of shit, you can't put anything in there anyway. And they, I help them load everything into the back seat. And when I get home, I just send freaking frack out to get it. Next time you go there, something you should do, just look at them, deadpan, don't even give them any warning, just be like, just toss it in the trunk. And when they start emptying the bin, go, no, I want the bin too. Um, you could get three boxes of cereal in my trunk right now. Three boxes of cereal? That's it? What is in your trunk? What's not? Why haven't you cleaned out your trunk? I don't have a good answer. Other than it's cold it's, right I, now. but It's it cold and not, windy. It was not cold this summer. But I've got running board brackets. For, like, some super duties. For what? Your lifted focus? No. I was using them to build obstacles. Home improvement projects, basically. But I have probably 30 running board brackets. Okay. a scan tool. And I think I have one of the kids' skateboards. Scan tool in your trunk? Possibly a circular saw. What kind of scan tools in your trunk? I also have a inflatable single bed mattress in there just in case you have to stay at the shop okay i get that no i don't even think it was for that um i've got a random bag of tools i have some clothes that are dirty i probably have a couple forks and spoons too from random lunches and stuff i have a wiper motor and transmission off of an explorer and (laughs) a pcm from an explorer I think so I got some center council trim from that same explorer. So, to be fair, it, I'm doing f- this so that my wife knows <laughs> it's not just me. Because I had brake rotors and used plastic and spoons used. They came off the car, <laughs> they went in the trunk, and the car drove away. What can I say? Yeah, that's true, I guess. Did you change them at work? No. Okay. If I changed them at work, they wouldn't have been in the scrap in at work. Okay, did you drive the car to work? Not that day. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> I 
had washer fluid in my trunk, but then I put it in my car, and now when I refilled it, I left it on the bench. That way you have something to fill up when you fill customers' cars up? No, I got one of those at work already. So why do you have the one on the bench now? Because I didn't put it in my car. That's my travel one. Because <laughs> you haven't filled it yet. I have a bag of bottles and cans in my trunk, too. Why not return those and get the money? I have... In the garage, I have two full-size pickup truck loads of bottles and cans that need to go back. You know, for how nice of a car you have, it's really starting to sound like it's becoming a... Dumpster fire? Something like that. Hoarder mobile? I was thinking country, rat, rod, hot rod. Aerodynamic? Yeah, the more parts fall off, the better no, 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 no. gas mileage. No, I got that bitch on the bump stops. Oh, low, low rider. <laughs> Who needs lowering springs? You don't need lowering springs. You need a fat chick for the back. In your time as a mechanic, how many times have you seen cut springs? Very few. Broken? I, yes. Cut? Cut. No. I've watched someone do it, and it's a very interesting Oh, I've cut them myself, but usually it's when I'm replacing shit. Well, yes. Okay. Wait. Why would you cut it to replace it instead of compressing it? Um, because, so, 10 out of 10 don't recommend. Have you ever just <laughs> zipped the top nut off of one? No. <laughs> I did that. When did you do that? A couple different times. Was but that before or after we went to college? After. I'm judging you. Because that's, like, the first so, thing they tell you not so to I do. Didn't, I didn't, like, set it upright. I had it. So I took the lift arm and put the lift arm out, picked it up a little bit, and put the strut against it so it was teed. And then I zipped with the impact on the bottom side of the lift. So when it shot out, it shot away from me. And towards everybody else? Only three of them. <laughs> I can count on my fingers how many people were in only danger. <laughs> it's okay. Not three people. Only three struts I did that with. Oh, okay. I zipped the top nut off like eight of them all in the same day. And How did you do that many struts in a day? Oh. I didn't. I pulled them out of the scrap pile. <laughs> oh, okay. But we had. I had one where it was like a rear on a car, but like a more high-end like Lincoln type of car. Okay. That was way more compressed than I thought. And luckily, I didn't shoot that one out into the shop. I shot it, like, out towards the wall. So I zipped the top nut off, and it went across the floor the width of four bays and smacked the wall. I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> better not do that wow. one again. Yeah, better I had not. another one of those. I was like, oh, I'll just put that one back. <laughs> <laughs> so what made you grab these out of the scrap bin? It was slow. And I was using the springs to build obstacles. Okay. The and F1... you didn't feel like compressing them to no, build the... obstacles? No, the F-150 ones weren't that bad. It was just that one, like, Lincoln one that was ridiculous. The rest of them were all pretty tame. They would go, like, 10, 12 feet. Yeah, Nothing that's crazy. Not too bad. You put your foot on them, and they just... But... No, it's not too bad. Does your wife use Google devices or Alexa or any of that shit? No, we don't use much of that stuff, honestly. I find it kind of just an inconvenience that it's always listening. It's not even that for me. It's it's not necessarily the listening part. 
as stupid as it sounds, and I feel like being able to be like, Google, turn that light on. Google, turn that off. Google, do it promotes laziness. Like, get up and turn the light off. Like, I guess I understand. So, like, before bed, though. Like, do you know all the different ways when I was a kid I tried to find to shut off my light from my bed? That's different. It's, so, that was creative. (laughs) That was ingenuity where you're like, am I hot or cold? I don't know. But if I take my shirt off, I can throw it at the light switch, and next thing you know, you're laying in bed naked, shivering with the light on, like, I fucking missed! (laughs) (laughs) Or you're wiring fishing string thinking you're a genius, and then it just falls off, (laughs) and your light's still on, and you just wasted three hours. But you know what? You entertained yourself for three hours. Three hours? (laughs) I was a a dumb kid. You weren't a Boy Scout. Nope. (laughs) See, do you know what your problem was? You needed what? to drill a hole through the switch and then wire the fishing lure or the fishing line through it. Because then you could just like. <laughs> Start lassoing. But no, so I think it promotes laziness a little bit. It does. And annoyance. Like, why the fuck do I have a light with no light switch? And the only way to turn it on and off is by talking to it. My wife put one in the kitchen, and for, like, the first three weeks, if it was on, I would just unplug it. And finally, she got pissed at me. She said, quit unplugging my fucking light. I said, then shut it off. She goes, if it's on, don't unplug it. Tell me. I'll shut it off. So now she's still mad at me because I say, hey, shut your light off. And she goes, you know, in that same sentence where you told me to shut it off, if you just said, hey, Google, shut it off, it'd be off right now. That I'm not dealing with Google and that stupid shit. Turn the fucking light off. <laughs> but, like, she also plugged in, like, the smart outlets and okay. put them on timers, which is totally fine unless you do something that's out of what she thinks is a normal schedule. So, like, my kids stay in bed till 8 and then they come down. That way it promotes them to sleep in. They're not trying to get up stupid early. My wife needs her sleep or she's a miserable animal. Okay. The basics. Yeah, basics. So they came down. I was home on a Saturday, come down at 730, and I was like, whatever. We'll stay up. We go out and watch TV. The TV will not turn on from any remote or anything else. And I'm getting ready to flip out. And then I remembered my wife plugged it into a smart outlet that won't allow the TV to come on until 8 o'clock. That's awful. So I unplugged the smart outlet and plugged the TV into the wall. And that's the other thing that I don't get. So I call them a hard reset. When you unhook the battery cable and you just, for a car, it's a hard reset. makes all the computers relearn everything realistically Mm -hmm. for the most part. Um, We do it all the time for sync issues and stuff like that with Bluetooth devices and everything else. What is it doing to your TV or other devices when it just kills the power? That's like unplugging it from the wall. Right. It's it's not hitting the power button where everything that needs to stay energized can. It's just a straight disconnect all no the power, power from it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, okay, now when our TV starts glitching out, I'm blaming it on your outlet because you've been basically ripping it out of the wall every night that instead of just finding the remote to out. shut it off. Right. Like, 
I don't know. I don't, I don't like them. The bright side, she got a smart outlet for the Christmas lights. So that has That's been more cool. of a pro where she can be like, all right, turn on at 5 p.m. and turn off at 1030. The only time that she gets annoyed is, okay, there's, it's plugged in outside. They go off at 1030. But if we go to bed earlier, I am country. I want it pitch black in the house. Mm -hmm. Shut them Christmas lights off. I can see them glowing. We got blacked out curtains. I can see at night. When we get up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom or whatever, I get up. I can see partial outlines, stuff yeah. like that. Like, I know where I am. I have a certain way that I walk. It's like, it's not a shuffle, but it's not like full-blown steps where you kick the fucking door frame. You're like, God damn it, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, step on a Lego yep. type shit. But you do that little shuffle where like, oh, there's a dog toy. Okay, there's a kid toy. You don't actually yeah. step on them right. and hurt yourself, but you figure out they're there. And I can make my way through the house with very little issue. Where she's like bowling at a china shop. She'll trip over, you know, the fucking doorway that about flat, trying to come through a doorway, kick this dog toy, kick the couch, kick the door, and never make it to the bathroom. So she likes having light. Okay. I don't. I can't stand now, it. Now, if she's a bull in a china shop. Who does the secretive things that you have to this do guy. with children? Because she's got no tact. She's got no chill. So, like, if there was ever a time where money had to be left under a certain sleeping child, that's my job. Because she's, okay. like, the kind... Like, her... Great plan for that, right? Yeah. Walk in the room, walk up to the kid, roll him out of bed, fucking wham, right down to the floor. <laughs> like, just <laughs> make the exchange, help the kid up. Oh, my God, are you okay? I thought I heard you fall out of bed. Oh, you did. Let me help you get back in bed. Oh, my God. I'm like, it's no. such a good plan. <laughs> like, no. I love this plan. <laughs> I don't. I mean, it works, it works if it's a low bed, but you can't do it to the kid sleeping on the top bunk. I mean, I did get her really good the other day, though. Okay. She was being a little shit. I don't even remember what she did. So I went upstairs and I took half the support bars out from under her bed. So then she went and climbed up on her bed and laid down. The bed folded up like a taco and <laughs> fell down through to the other one. I just made sure that the kid sleeping under her didn't get in bed. Yeah. Like, and hang out with me for a minute. She gets up and just, I'm like, ah, got you. She's like, oh, <laughs> what'd you do? <laughs> I looked at her and said, what'd you do at your back? <laughs> I said, here, let me put these bars back in that you lost. That's awful. <laughs> that is such a bad dad move. In my defense... I stayed in the room for her to do that to make sure that nobody was under her and that she didn't get hurt. That is fair. That is fair. You made sure no one got hurt. You did the right thing. Controlled chaos. Yes. That sounds familiar. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It just came to me. <laughs> you only have one kid. 
Right. Realistically, you can have whatever kind of vehicle you want and stick the kid in the back seat as long as there's a back seat. Correct. It's wonderful. I have my car, and then we have the wife's family car. Because realistically, my wife's a stay-at-home, and as much as she goes out without the kids sometimes, usually she has them because I'll be working or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I drive a little gas sipper, you know. Yeah, something that'll get you back 35 to, to 40 work. miles a gallon, yeah. drive it back and forth to work. She drives a full-size extended-length SUV. Gets 17 miles to the gallon on a good day when nobody annoys her while she's driving. So it gets 10? Yeah. At best. It gets 10 on a nice weather day and 12 on a cold weather day when she has to slow down because of the cars around her. Yeah. The best. Okay, so... (laughs) It's an expedition, okay? She drives a an expedition, extended length, like, maxed out. Yeah. Maxed out, all the fancy packages on it, you know, it's a limited. Okay. The f- I don't know if there was some pissed-off parent at Ford or wherever, but there's a feature button oh, no. right under, like, the headlight switch. There's the one that opens the trunk, (laughs) and then there's one right next to it that I'm assuming is for when you're backing up and you need to see behind you, but essentially, it folds down the third row headrests. (laughs) So my two older kids sit back there, and when they're dicking off and not paying attention or anything, I'll just hit the button, and it'll flip the headrest down and smack them right in the back of the head. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. It's my favorite. And it doesn't matter. You can be 60 mile an hour down the road, just tink. I love out of all the options that thing has. Your favorite is the fold down headrest. Yeah, the smack the kid in the back. <laughs> it's the Gibbs, Gibbs head slap button. Just so, I have to ask you, which do you feel safer in? Because personally, I've always felt safer in smaller cars. Safer is probably hers. Which one do I prefer to drive? That would be mine. Okay. I I wouldn't say I am OCD about gas mileage, but the better the gas mileage, I don't care. You could put me in a hot pink fucking punch bug if it gets 45 miles a gallon. I will drive that motherfucker every day. What if it's a diesel? Depends. Because you can have that then. It depends. The price of diesel versus gas. Mm-hmm. Because if you're getting 50 miles a gallon on diesel, but it's $5 a gallon, right? I'll take the 40 miles an hour on gas at $3 a gallon and be ahead. Same. But and, that's And it's three degrees, and I want my car to start. Yeah. Real, so it's three degrees, but the real feel is negative 17. Yes. I'm glad. I'm Back glad. on topic, yeah. I've always felt safer in smaller vehicles because everyone's always like, you know, ah, you're safer if you get in an accident with a bigger vehicle, you're safer. And I'm like, 
In the smaller car, I might have been able to avoid said accident. So, yeah, essentially, in the bigger car, you're safer. But not when you have four kids and you've got 17 dolls behind you that are going to come shooting up through the front windshield when you smack whatever it is you hit. Right. Like, yeah, I I probably would have survived without this, you know, traumatic brain injury except for beach time Barbie bounced off my <laughs> airbag and peppered me in the face. <laughs> Something I saw a video on that I actually didn't even know people did until I watched that video. Bedazzled airbags and steering wheels. It makes me laugh that we have this <laughs> massive, massive multi-manufacturing recall out on airbags for the cartridges, basically right. not having enough venting, and they're shooting metal shards out. But yeah, we have these people making claymores out of their airbags. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Why I just spent so, it's so aggravating. I understand to... that this is about to blow out of here in an accident at two hundred miles an hour, but I think that gem there would look amazing right here. <laughs> I just can't figure out how I to just... get it there. But I bet you that tree at thirty you'll tell me. I bet you it will. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's crazy to me. The that airbag do company that. should be able to sue the people that do that. Yes. Like there I I have to I am liable for the shrapnel coming out, but you are gluing shrapnel to it. Right. Like you, you don't get your recall. Certain airbag companies that may or may not be the cause. I'm sorry, of this but if recall. you if you be dazzle, I'm leaving the old one in. Not really. No, not really. We I can't probably, do that. I, yeah, I shouldn't even say that. No, we probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> no, I'll change it. They you actually gotta report all the new and old codes. Yeah, I know. It's all tracked anyway. For Honda, you have to take pictures of it all. and We don't have to have pictures. we got to have the new and old serial numbers, and then the old ones all get sent back anyway. Yeah, we got to take pictures of the serial number. So for them, you actually take out the explosive part right. and leave the bag. Yeah, same. So you take pictures of... Oh, you got to take it installed? Yeah, so you got to take a picture of it, a picture of it installed in the actual airbag and a picture of the airbag back in place okay yeah so for us we have to report the new and old serial numbers and they basically get cross-checked yeah that it's a real number i would like to know i would like to know if someone that works for a honda dealership has taken a picture old the airbag same one new airbag Airbag installed that's bedazzled. Do you know how infuriating that would be to get as a company? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess for... I get Well, yeah. <laughs> but they're suing the company that made the airbags. Right. So that that's just one of those... It should go on the wall of shame. Yeah. You got the customer's info. Just shame them. Just shame them. Drop their customer score. With Honda, their rapport scores. Yeah. Just, all that. just keep dropping them. It, it is what it is. Yeah. Has your kid ever sneezed in your face? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And what what is, like, the worst bodily fluid from your little spawn heathen that you had to deal with? Personally, poop. That's my least favorite. 
I almost forgot about that. We had a lot of Lion King moments when <laughs> when Karina was baby. Lion King child. moments. Yes, Lion King moments. Um, basically, she would shit out her diaper, and it would come all the way up through out wherever. Okay. And we would literally just undress her, take her diaper off, and hold her in front of the shower head, like Simba at the beginning of the movie. That is twice kind of a brilliant idea. Twice a week. Yeah. Huggies Snugglers? Huggies Snugglers had a poop catcher on the back. It was like the fucking... I I remember you calling it a mud flap when you texted me and asking me oh if my I had God. any. It was like the best fucking thing in the world. Because she'd been using some of the other Huggies and we got like... We got those because they were out of the ones we normally use. And I'm like, oh my God, what is this thing? This is genius. This is like the new fucking invention of the wheel. And this is this is like hot water. Like, oh, my God. No, that, that was great, though, because, I mean, that saved a lot of explosions. Oh, I'm sure. The other day, I thought we were so close, right? So she sneezed. She's like, huh? Huh? She's like right in front of me. I'm like, cool. You're covering your mouth. Chew. I'm like, oh, oh my God. You blew me a sneeze. <laughs> That's the worst. Yeah. Snot and all. I read, I read the youngest gets snot mittens. So, snot mittens? Snot mittens. It is like sliced bread for babies. Okay. She gets, she has a runny nose, so she'll wipe her nose. Oh, yeah. So we just put cloth mittens on her, let her go to town, wipes the snot away on the mittens. Give her like half hour, 45 minutes, change them out, throw those ones in the washer. That's such an awful, <laughs> brilliant idea. I kind of love it. Yeah. Yeah, we just try to get ours to actually blow her nose. Never works. Never works. But we try. Oldest rains like that. I'm like, you can hear her sniffing it down into her throat and swallowing it. I'm like, do you need a tissue? She goes, no, there's nothing in my nose. Maybe then not why now. are you making that noise? <laughs> Maybe not now, but I don't know if you know this, but all that shit just went down your throat was from your nose. <laughs> it can go out the other way, too. It, right. Contrary right. to popular belief in your brain, it works the opposite way. <laughs> so, TV shows. Anything your family's been caught up on for a long extended period of time that makes you kind of want to blow your brain in? Yeah. I have four girls, and the amount of stupid shows they watch is just tremendous. What's it's your least numbing. favorite one? Coco Melon. They learned a lot from Coco Melon, but I will tell you right now, it is the worst. Especially because Ira, my youngest, will cry. Anytime any show plays Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, she will sing the song by herself. But if it comes on a show, it's over. Why? No idea. Religiously, will cry. To the point where her sister will go in and change it for her. Because she knows that's why she's crying. And then she'll come out and she'll go, Dad, it was Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. So scary. So, so scary. But then the kid will run around and go, I'm a dinosaur! Roar! (laughs) You're a crackhead! Roar! (laughs) 
Well, that's like, uh, so for me, the show that uh, got to me the most, I think, was probably the show called Number Blocks. I don't know that one. I'm yeah. probably glad I don't know that you, one. You should try it one time. Um, nonetheless, and I'm sure you have the same thing. I still, I loved sitting down, watching it with her and enjoying the time with her. But the show itself was so mind-numbing. And she didn't quite grasp the things it was supposed to teach her. It would probably be a great show for some kids, but she didn't quite grasp it. So now we have a lot of 2 plus 2 is 6. All right, so the real question, though, the mind-numbing shows like that, does your kid keep you awake or will she let you fall asleep? You just have to be there. There's no sleep if there's an adult around. Okay, because like my play. kid, my kids will sit on me, and we'll start watching a show. And I'll just pass the fuck out and go to sleep, and then they'll say something that'll wake me up, and I'm in and out of consciousness oh, for like an hour and a half. If that's what you mean, and, and and it's like an hour and a half, I'm in and out of consciousness, and they're like, "Wasn't that such a good show or movie?" I'm like, "Yeah, that was fucking amazing." It, no, like, it, oh, it, it's your favorite, and then we have to watch it for three weeks straight. Oh. Yeah. No, if that's what you mean, no, my daughter will literally start going like this to my eyes and opening my <laughs> eyes again and going, Daddy, wake up! Daddy, wake up! And I will just continuously get that until I either wake up, which was, if I even close my eyes, she starts doing that, so there's no even trying to sleep. Right. Yeah, yeah I I don't I don't have that problem. I, so I I'll actually have to watch on. the shows. I'll get jumped on. Peppa Pig is another one that drove me nuts. But I can tell you, bacon is really freaking delicious now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing like watching Peppa Pig gives you that real true Just, love for bacon. Yes. <laughs> Especially when you're cutting it up and putting it in something. It's like... Oh, this feels great. Yeah. Oh, I feel like this, a maniac, but this feels great. This is fucking daddy pig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what show? There was some... Hey Arnold. I remember that show. We watched Hey Arnold the other day, and the pig ate bacon. <laughs> and my older two understood oh, no. what happened and they're like that's messed up like, <laughs> that's yeah why do you think we're so messed up <laughs> this yeah, is what that, we watched as welcome kids. to the 90s <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man i miss the 90s cartoons though because honestly watching some of the new stuff i'm like this is crazy yeah yeah i tell you what quality has gone downhill yes a long way like i can still watch old cartoons and I still, still love them oh i still do i try to get the kids but to i watch... watch new cartoons and i'm like this is just mind-numbing new kids cartoons like the nice thing though was we did find a bunch of the old cartoons yeah so and i mean like the kid cartoons like Roly Polioli, Bear in the Big Blue House. Okay. Rocket Power. Hey Arnold. Even Stevens. That one's not a cartoon though. Not really, but it No, makes it's sense. it's just straight not a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> um 
Darkwing Duck, Chip and Dale, Scooby-Doo. We actually watched Wacky Racers, too, one morning. I missed that And, show. like, Penelope Pit Stop. And yeah. All that. Like, the before-our-time cartoons that our parents gave us as cartoons, like that shit. Which was even better than the cartoons we got, honestly. Yeah. Like, I understand some of the need for censorship, but... It's not all censorship. Some of it's just parenting too. Mm-hmm. As long as you, as long as they have an understanding that a cartoon is a cartoon and not necessarily a role model and way to live your life by, a little bit of parenting in there. They're cartoons. Yeah, but. you just got to make sure that they know the separation, which most do. Right. And I don't know. Maybe I'm just a dumb redneck hillbilly, but. I think I well, we are. I'll use the term okay. I turned out okay. Yeah, I, I function okay-ish. in society. I'm still not an adult. <laughs> I'm still a child inside. The older I still want to blow up a mailbox. The older I get, the older you have to be to be an adult. Yeah. Like like in my thirties now I'm like, people don't see me as an adult. Like you gotta be like forty to yeah. be an adult. But when I was 20, I was like, man, you got to be in, like, your 30s to be, to be an adult. adult. And then I hit my 30s. It's like, you got to be in, like, your 40s. Like, I don't look like a real adult yet. And then I walk into the grocery store with kids, and I'm like, fuck, I look like an adult. This is weird. <laughs> this is not good. I look like an adult, but my cart's full of ho-hos and <laughs> zebra cakes and ice cream. And literally, we went to the store and spent Bart. $30 on ice cream, ho-hos, zebra cakes, and candy. And it would have only been 20, but my wife was there. And I swear to God, we just, we walked through the candy aisle. And she was like, <gasps> right into the fucking <laughs> basket while Karina had it. That sounds familiar. She got like nerd ropes and candy chocolate caramels. And, and, yeah. Well, no, we Dark buy the, we buy the mega bars. So like you get the regular Hershey bar. We buy like the big ones where they're like three bars for seven bucks. Now. I have one of those a week. I don't buy them because I'll have one a day. Like, I'll take a full one to work, and it doesn't make it to lunch. So how do you stay not 500 pounds? Genetics. 100%. I'm glad you at least acknowledge that. I don't have a desk job, and the rest is genetics. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because I don't have a desk job. When I did, I gained weight really fast. Yes. Really fast. But, yeah, but now that I'm wrenching again, it's proof yours is a lot of genetics. I mean, I am up to 17,000 steps for the day. I don't have a counter. I don't care that much. I don't know that I care as far as that goes. Basically, it's so that when I, I, I wear my watch so that when I don't have my phone and my wife messages me, I now no it. longer have an excuse to ignore her because my watch picks it up. So if I'm in the middle of an oil change and my hands are covered in oil and the message comes through and it's an urgent message and I don't look at it right away and then I take my gloves off and I forget about it. Move around real quick because I have to tell you something. Yes. You're giving away all our secrets. (laughs) Okay. Long story short, (laughs) if I don't look at it, Right away, and it was urgent. I no longer have an excuse, according to her, because my tracking device went (laughs) off and told me that she messaged me. No, it's not that bad. She understands the job. But I still harass her about it. 
shit. I think we're about out of time for today. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. Well, it is, on that bombshell. It is fucking cold. It yep. is late. Yep. And I got to work tomorrow. Have to is a strong word. It's a very strong word. It's my day off. It's, but It seems like you said we were out of time and we're talking still. Normal. Very normal. Very normal. You got to you gotta say bye four times before you can actually hang up, but you can't just say bye four times in a row. You have to let this person know. Yes. And this is actually very I, I true plan, about this person. I plan person. on hanging up with you. Yes. But first, there's more. <laughs> so, no, I do. I really do. I got to work like tomorrow. being but friends with Billy Mays, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> but wait. There's, there's more. more. So, no, I, I have to work tomorrow in the sense that I'm greedy and I can go in and make hours and make extra money, but it's my day off. Can't complain about that. So I can show up when I want to. And I can leave when I want to. You can take a and, job. And I can tell them no if I want to. <laughs> I usually don't, though. That's not how you make money. No. You make money by being the yes man. Mm-hmm. Which Because then a, they go to you when they have gravy, too. That was a good movie, too. Mm-hmm. It was. You can't say no to anything. Can't. Unless it's a kid. No. no. You still usually can't say no to them, though, because then they'll just do it anyway. It depends on what it is. Junk food? No. Chocolate milk in bed? No. Here's your sippy cup. <laughs> of water. No. Chocolate milk. Yeah, I know. We're we're working on breaking that habit right now. But that's the only thing that, that kids drink for like the last four years. But yeah, so we'll have to pick this back yeah. up in another week or two and... We'll take it from there. We'll take, yeah. I'm sure there'll be many more interesting stories about driving and parenting and wrenching. All right. Episode two, here we come. And on that bombshell, have a good night. <laughs>